podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit. We are the Raspy Voice Kids, and I am joined by Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix. In the building! We are coming at you with elevator etiquette for our pop culture. It's going to be fun. It's going to be informative. It's also going to be funny. But we're also going to talk WVU football. The draft is this week. It is tonight if you're listening on Thursday of the release. We're going to talk WVU baseball. We're going to talk all about Alec Manoa. And we're going to really get into golf. Well, not really, but just a little bit. Because it's being hosted at the Greenbrier. Then, of course, we got the live show. So let's go. Pop culture. Elevator etiquette. Jeremy, I got a question for you. Go with it. Just so you guys know, this is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit. And I'm asking Jeremy J.N. Phoenix. If you fart on an elevator while you're by yourself (laughs) and then the door opens and someone enters and it's not your floor to leave, do you stay on the elevator? Do you get off the elevator? It's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know if I've ever experienced that. And I'm going to imagine that you're going up or maybe you're going down. I don't know. Um, Usually you're going up because people get off before the first floor when they're going up if somehow they're going up too and it's it's really pungent <laughs> what's the word pungent pungent that's the right word pungent yeah yeah um i might be Especially like for you <laughs> i might have to you know i may have to fake the funk i may have to you know i'm gonna be honest fake the funk is such a funny i may have to fake the funk and be so like saying is you would stay on the elevator and act like nothing happened no 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 no. <laughs> don't get it twisted brother of mine I would say on the elevator and be like, you just missed the last person. <laughs> <laughs> he had the nerve. Can you believe that? He thought nobody would know. Man, people got no respect these days. Yeah, yeah. Old women think they can do whatever they want. You said old women. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I may have to, because if, no, like, if there's no denying it, that there's a funk on the elevator, I may have to be like, whoo, can you believe people? Let me be for real. Yeah, I don't really know what I would do. Like, I feel like mostly what I would do is probably walk out. I mean, like, this is different. Like, well, well, by the way, by the way, I'm not a liar. I'm sure some old woman farted on an elevator <laughs> at some point in time. <laughs> at some point in time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like personally, I would leave the elevator first and foremost. Um. But then after, if I didn't leave the elevator, I would say, uh, no, my bad. I had a couple burritos and I thought she was in the downwind. I thought she was in a downwind. <laughs> I thought she was in the downwind. <laughs> there is, I by the way, no, 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 I'm going to cut you off. There's a 0% chance I say that. There's a 0% chance I'm like, no yo, chance you, you admit, know. No chance. There's no circumstance. What if you work there? Well, it depends on who it is. If she's fly, uh, if she's fly, ain't no way in the world. You understand. You understand. She's she's no chance. She's gonna believe you. All right. All right. All right. So I'm gonna tell you the story real quick. Story. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the story. I'm gonna tell you the story real quick. I think I was in seventh grade. I was in math class. I can't remember which one I was in, and I farted. It's one of the little like like seepers that you think just seep out. Yeah, and it did. It seeped out, and you think hopefully it lasts ten seconds. It goes away. 
No, it was like the cranberries. Did you have to let it linger? <laughs> that thing lingered for like 10 minutes. My friend. Wait, what did it smell like? Oh, are you serious? Are you serious? Death, okay? I'm going to say. No, no, death, death. And my friend looked at me and she was like, Did you fart? And I was like, No. And then let me guess what you said next. Let me guess what you said next. Why? Why? I claim mine. <laughs> No, if I farted, I claim mine. That's the biggest lie ever. That's the biggest lie. I claim mine. The biggest lie. Nobody claiming nothing. Unless it's undeniable, unless it just comes ripping out in school, in high school, middle school, especially, ain't nobody claiming nothing. So 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 she was cool. She turned around. I was like, oh, I, I survived this. No, Brandon. Brandon, it lingered for like ten more minutes, to the point where the people you up front. What you ate? I don't. I just remember her looking back and saying, "You did." <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. You know what? You know what? I don't. I can't remember who it was. I think. Mm. Real, real quick. It wasn't Vanessa France. I think that was high school. I, I think, I think it was, um, um, well, give me one second. Amber, 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 I'm sorry if I can't remember your life. Amber Gwen. Probably not Amber Gwen. But anyway. Amber. All right. So here, so that's funny. And that is etiquette. But Jeremy, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Did you know that Mina Kimes talked about this from ESPN? Mina Kimes is one of the smartest, most insightful sports writers and sports commentator, commentators out there. No question. Um, she's funny. Do not come at her on Twitter. She will destroy your whole life. That's the thing. People think they oh, oh I'm gonna I'm, I'm tweet, tweet at somebody. No, mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's like going. It's like being a heckler at a comedian. She's a professional. She's been doing this her whole life, right? So any joke you have about her being a woman or whatever, she's gonna crush you. Okay, that's it. I'll crush you. Talked about, she talked about something that was an issue for her, and that is riding the elevator when it's only her and a man. So she's on the elevator, or her and a man are getting on an elevator, and one of the things she said was, she said, please press the button first if you're the man, and please exit the elevator first. And I thought right away, that is contrary to everything I've ever been taught. I always ask, which floor are you going to? I press the button for them. I yeah. always, ladies first, always out the door. I'm never George Costanza. True, true. I'm never Michael Scott out the door. Leonardo DiCaprio but the more in she, the water while, while uh, yeah. Kate Winslet is, yeah. is is on the board. Where yes. he could have easily fit. That's a subject for a different time. She also could have got on a boat, which he wouldn't have to make the decision if she but, just got on, on the, the boat. boat. But, but <laughs> I, the biggest and the biggest crime of all is not the death. It's throwing that diamond back in the wall. No, no but, question. But anyway, but anyway, no, 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 no. no. Don't but anyways. <laughs> Oops is the worst scene in movie history. All right. Oops All right, is so, the worst scene so when back. he she drops a diamond into the water for no good reason. I said you were selfish. I should have seen it when you let him get in the water and you got on the board. I didn't see it. People say they'll show you who you are. Believe them when they show you who they are. When they show you who they are. Yeah. She showed it. Rose showed her colors. All right. So Mina Kine said, press the... So I thought, I'm not the kind of guy who presses my button first. I'm not the kind of guy who gets off the elevator first. But do you know why she asked for that? Why? If you're a single woman by yourself with another man who you do not know, 
And I'm not talking about being in some public place. I'm not talking about going up one or two floors. I'm talking about being in a hotel in a, in a, in a big city. This is where these issues are most prominent. I say that and I'll explain why in a second. If you don't press your button first, what happens if you're on the same floor as her? What's she going to think? And then if you wait for her to get off the elevator, then you get off the elevator. What could she think? What's funny is I actually think but, about this a lot of times. But what could she think? That you're stalking her, like you're, you're trying to follow her. Yes, it's possible you're following her. Here's the thing. I, I think about this a lot of times because I am a black dude, you know, a black male. And and so there's certain things that happen that I do pay attention to that I don't want to put people in an awkward position because that's me. Yeah. Some people don't care. and They say, I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to go about my life. Me, and I'm everyone kind, has that right. You know, absolutely. And I'm the kind of person where I kind of think of the other person um, in certain situations. In this situation, I never thought of that. I had never thought of it either. And my first thought was, that's stupid. Then the more I thought about it, just like you recently had a revelation, which we can talk about at another point, <laughs> where the more it marinated, the more you thought about it, the more yeah, sense it made. Yeah, and so can. I've heard people, so I brought it up on Twitter, and people, there were a lot of people who were upset. They wanted to call it PC culture. There's some people who said chivalry is dead. And my response is, maybe chivalry has evolved to safety. And for all the people who are, so one person said, I don't want to support paranoia. But the, no, question, I get I have, that. I, but the no, no. question I have for people who say that is a lot of the people that were making those kinds of comments are the same people who think it's important to conceal carry where they go. No, they, and amen. I'm okay. Amen. Whatever you believe is what you believe, but you can't tell me it's paranoid to press your button first and to get off first when you're with a woman and then tell me you need to have a gun everywhere. Which one no, do you think sounds no, more no, paranoid? No, no, no. And I agree and with I'm you. And I'm not anti-gun. I'm not, I agree with the, carry. I'm not. I'm not making a statement on that. I, I agree with you with that, but, but I'll say I, wanna, I would I, never thought about that. I just want to say my whole point is everybody does what they think is important for safety. True. So think about it. If it's your wife, your mother, your daughter, would you not be happier if they made those decisions? Don't tell me, oh, my wife's armed. Okay, what's easier for her to shoot a guy who is in front of her or for her to have to watch her back, turn around and shoot the guy from behind her? No, it's true. And I never thought about that. And, and I agree with everything you're saying. I will also say I never thought like in my I don't I don't have a conceal and carry unless you're trying to come at me because, you know, I stay strapped. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have a conceal and carry. So like for me, I never even thought about that. And it's 100 percent true because there's a lot of dudes who are creeps. Don't get it twisted. If you're listening to this and you're getting offended, dudes are que- creeps. Dudes are straight up creeps. You know, and I know. Now, here's the thing. And I won't just if say creeps. Creep, creep perverts. Creep you know. Perver- and if you're not a creep and you're not a pervert, you shouldn't be offended. Yeah. Okay, I'm not offended by women who think of men, Preach. the men who are creeps and perverts because I'm not a creep or a pervert. I tell I tell every person that I'm creeping. like to- people talking about people who are fat. I'm not offended because I know that I'm pleasantly plump. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Look, look, I'll be in my gym, you know, Me working, too. On, my working on my fitness. But the truth is. Even girls that I'm close to, my friends, my family, whatever, whatever, I tell them you need to keep a carry mace or something because these people in this world are, are crazy. They are 100% crazy. So tell us what you think. Elevator etiquette. Should you claim your fart or should you just exit the elevator and shame? It's funny. It's, should, <laughs> should men, it's funny we come back to this. Like all this talking and we come back here. Should men press the button first? Should they exit first in order for women to feel safe even if a woman is not asking for that? Well, it's up to you. Let us know what you think. Raspberry Voice. The Raspberry Voice kids are brought to you in part by the pizza place in Morgantown. 
They have the official pepperoni roll of the Raspy Voice Kids. They are located at 3011 North Point Plaza in Morgantown, West Virginia. If you are in town near the mile ground, you got to get to the pizza place. It is the greatest pizza you will ever taste. I don't care what anybody says. Shout out to our boys, Mike and Luca. We love our man, Jim Ashley, the quintessential businessman and international world traveler, Jim Ashley. We thank you for being a sponsor and partner with the show. We love having you on. Can't wait till you're here again. Football time. Quick little update for the Raspy Voice kids. I am Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. Joined by JN Phoenix. I'm in the build. We are here just to talk to you about what's going on. And today, which is Tuesday, Neil Brown had his first Big 12 coaches conference call. And he did not disappoint. He was asked some good questions, Jay. And uh, he gave some good answers. So, real quick, we'll talk about it. He was asked who's made the biggest strides. Name two players. Do you know who he named? He said Mike Brown on the offensive line. Which is okay. a big deal because the offensive line is what we've been working Brown about. Brothers, yeah. But the one Brown brother left. Joe Brown left. Mike yeah. Brown's still there. Okay. And he said Josh Chandler. Whoa, okay. At linebacker. Will Linebacker. He said he's made big strides. They're expecting I like big that. I really, really I like that. Yeah. I think our defense is going to be better than what people anticipated. And this is just an example of that. Um, a guy who contributed last year a lot because of injury, but also on special teams. Um, then he was asked this is Neil Brown, by the way, he was asked, what were the three goals of the spring? Which I thought was another good question. And it was telling the first answer. The first answer was improve fundamentals, which means fundamentals were lacking under the Dana Holgerson regime, which is not a surprise to anybody who watched us lose games in situations where we drop balls. I agree, I agree. Where we, where we had cost yeah. turnovers or we made mistakes, penalties in crucial situations. And we also did not tackle well. That was one knock I had against Gibby. No, it's true. It's true. Like, the thing is, sometimes coaching staffs can have different, like, uh, priorities. So we say, like, tackling or, or the fundamentals. Things could be different between coaching staffs. Staffs. Um... But I feel like Neil Brown and them. I just don't understand what you're saying because there's no staff that should not teach fundamentals first. That's the foundation of everything. That's like learning your ABCs. You don't learn to read before you learn your ABCs. No, it's true. What's fundamentals? Tackling, getting the light right. Tackling, blocking, even pad level for right level. Yeah, yeah. You're holding the ball. Um, I guess. I guess for me, I would. I would expect or like hope for that last year we did those things, but maybe we didn't. That's what I'm saying. It's telling that obviously we didn't because that was the first thing he mentioned when he said there are three goals. The second thing, the second thing he said was to teach their base. So he wanted to teach the base offense. He wanted to teach the base defense, which is totally new. So yeah, they have to get ready. Yeah, they have to get ready for it. And then he said they wanted to ID personnel, meaning they wanted to watch tape, then watch practice, and figure out who. Could do what? And what I love so much about Neil Brown is she's so like detail oriented that there's no question that when they will go back and look at who needs to be where or, or certain things, it's going to be on point. Yeah. And and they've already moved players. They moved Miter over to the offensive line. They moved, um, oh, number nine. Uh, Stewart. Giovanni Stewart moved back to safety. 
They moved uh, Quandarius Qualls down the D-lineman position. They moved um, Vandarius Cohen to a position, uh, still playing linebacker, but more of a forward position, blitzing position. So there's been a lot of changes already. Important changes, but good changes. Um, Then he was asked about the accountability competition. Now, this is something I've been following on Instagram. Um, That's a new thing. It's a. It's not new to Neil Brown and his crew, but it's new to Morgantown. It's more. It's new to us. So here's what it is: you have ten teams, and it goes from spring to winter. They have a draft. They have a team captain and a vice captain. <coughs> Excuse me. The team captain is an already established leader. The vice captain is somebody who they believe can step up and become a leader. And then they okay, have a draft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They keep score on everything. There are weekly competitions, academics, strength and conditioning, nutrition, community service. All of those things count. You can lose points. You can gain points. All of those things count. I know Lil Fufu is a captain of one team. Um, I believe Kennedy McCoy is a captain of another team. I should have been able to tell you all 10 captains, but I can't remember. But I know for a fact Lil Fufu. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, Sim, TJ Simmons is Lil Fufu, in case y'all didn't know. And then the champion is announced in the summer. So, like I said, it's not new to Neil Brown and his staff, but it's new to Morgantown. And it's supposed to help with leadership and communication. They also try to pair people with people they don't necessarily hang out with. So, Which is perfect. Like this whole thing is, I, I say you're listening to this whole thing. It's so perfect because you want the team to build like what com- camaraderie yeah. uh, amongst each other. And now like you have competitions to help accelerate that. Anytime you have, ex- uh, anytime you have competition, it accelerates um, people's will to win, especially when you will use something like sports, which is competitive sport to begin with. Yeah, this and is awesome. I love the academics. Love it. it. I love that Neil Brown's checking up on these kids. It's all in there. I love that they're checking on each other. Um, they asked him about geography, being the easternmost team, and he said, "There's no complaining because you can't pick campus up and move it." And he's right. But he talked about the advantages too, being able to offer kids in Pittsburgh, in the DMV, in Delaware, and Philadelphia, New Jersey. Things that the other teams in the conference cannot offer them. Yeah. So I like the positive attitude and just making the most of it. And then the last thing was they asked him about the offensive line, which is the question mark for everybody. Now they split the offensive line up at the spring game. That's right. And and we know the coaching staff and Neil Brown even everybody knows acknowledges the fact that the offensive line is one of the most important things. Like not not just the most important things. One things one of the things that we at WVU needs to work on. Well, he says Sills and McKivitz are really good. No, but yeah, we yeah, yeah. Do that. Absolutely, yeah. And like Asaza said on the show, Seals had a better season than McKivitz did, even though McKivitz was picked to finish first team all big. Or but there's team all big that's 12. two of five. Yeah. So we have to continue to gel. Yeah. Here's the thing. He said we got to build depth. He likes the six guys that have played, Bryson Mays being the sixth. So it's really interesting to see who steps up where. But we know Josh Brown's one of those guys that he's talked about. I'm sorry, Mike Brown is one of those guys he's talked about. Um, it was just really cool to hear that out of WVU football. Yeah. Rat me, boys! We want to give a big, loud shout and proud applause to sports fans. Mr. Chad Rogers doing big things down there in Taze Valley. If you get a chance, go check him out. He's got your gear, he's got your autographs, and he's got the events. Chad Rogers and sports fans in West Virginia. Big shout to Shrinkables! Shrinkables, supporting the RVK partnership since day one. The NFL Draft is tonight, if you're listening on Thursday when this show drops. Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. 
I love that they're moving the draft around. It used to be New York City, Radio City Music Hall for decades. Last year was Chicago. This year it's Nashville. Jordan Ty Curry. Jordan's been to Nashville. He loves Nashville, right? He loves Fun. Nashville. Fun city. So they got people out there with guitars and everything else. Is ready to rock. Mountaineers on deck. Jeremy, who's the first Mountaineer to go? You know what? I don't. You know, I honestly don't know. I I thought Kajus was always going to be the first Mountaineer picked. I'm going with Kajus. I was Yadney. going. I was going Yadney. Yadney. I was going Yadney until the surgery. Yadney has fallen on a lot of boards once he had his surgery. Um, so that's a hold up for him, but whoever gets him, I think is getting a steal because I think he's going to fully heal but from I, that. But I also feel like a lot of people who are drafting Mountaineers this year are going to get a lot of steals. I think Should so too. Between Jennings and Sills. So who goes be first, Jennings or Sills? Mm, oh, first out of those two, I said Jennings goes before Sills. I think Jennings goes before Sills also. A lot of people yep. don't believe that because of the production, um, the difference in production in college, but, uh, but Jennings had the faster 40 time. Jennings has been moving up the boards in his meetings. Longer, so, longer wingspan. Yeah, yeah, there's. I really do think Jennings is going to go higher. But I both. I think. I don't think there's. Let me say this. I don't think there's going to be a single Mountaineer who doesn't get drafted. I think Wesco. I think the last person. I think if if somebody doesn't get drafted, it would be David Long because of his size. But I think they all get drafted. I think Wesco. Is a great player, and I think he's going to make a team. I think he's going to make an impact as a rookie. That same being rookie of the year, I think he'll be make an impact as a rookie. I will also say, because of the position he plays, if one of our Mountaineers weren't going to be drafted, I think it would be him because of the position he plays. I feel like he's stellar. I feel like he's solid as a blocker and a catcher. Just versatile. Absolutely. But if I said one of our Mountaineers weren't going to be drafted, it would be him only because of the position that he plays. But he will be picked up, and I feel like as a rookie, he will make an impact. All right. And so that leaves us with Will Greer. Is he a first-rounder? Is he going late to the Patriots? No. You think he's going to be a second-rounder? Late second-rounder. To who? Any guesses? I hope the Patriots. I hope to the Steelers. I hope to the Giants. Patriots, Steelers, Saints are my choices, not Giants. Uh uh, Giants okay. Saints was 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 my next word Saints, out of my Steelers, mouth. Steelers, Patriots, uh, Broncos. Look, look. Now, what, Jeremy? When's the last quarter? What's the last quarterback to be successful for the for the Broncos? Mm. Even Peyton Manning had his worst year ever, and of course he was old and injured. And Tebow they did has good years of the Broncos. Tebow won games. He didn't have good years. Well, okay. Well, well, I, I just feel like he was successful when he was at the, at the Broncos. Um, playoff games. I'm just saying. I'm talking about playoffs. Playoffs. I'm talking about good um, NFL teams. Yeah, good organizations. There you from go. Front organizations. Yeah, on up from ownership to general management, to all the executives to the coaching staffs. Uh, stability, structure. I agree with you. I guess you know what. You know what's funny. I keep excluding the Chiefs from this. I keep forgetting to add the Chiefs. Granted, there's they, no way he's going to the Chiefs. I know, but. Great organizations. I keep, but there's no way he's going to the Chiefs. That's true. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that. That's what it is. NFL draft. Check it out. Mountaineer madness. Rat me, boys. Want to give a big shout out to Astork Auto, the leader in luxury automobiles and in service in the entire state of West Virginia. 
Jamie Spears, the man with the plan down there at Astork Auto of Charleston. When you get there, tell them the Raspy Voice Kids sent you. Astor Auto of Charleston is West Virginia's premier automotive luxury dealer. We sell Land Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes-Benz, Volvo, and Audi brands. We also have a wide variety of pre-owned luxury cars at our store on Corridor G. Our service department also goes the extra mile and aims to exceed your expectations. We offer free pickup and delivery on service appointments to make your life easier. Come experience a new level of service. Astorgado of Charleston, a tradition of automotive excellence. Learn more at astorgado.com. Sean Kovich and the WVU Mountaineer golf team are hosting the Big 12 Championship Big 12 Tournament at the Greenbrier. Go ahead and check it out because it starts Friday. It's first come, first serve, parking and everything, all first come, first serve. But you want to check it out because when's the last time we hosted and when's the last time we hosted at the Greenbrier? Sean Kovich doing big things, improving every single season as a Mountaineer head coach for West Virginia University men's golf team. Go check them out. Speaking of checking people out, Alec Manoa is straight Fire. His last outing, 15 strikeouts, three-hit complete game shutout. The Mountaineers have won and won and won. Since the ba- they haven't lost a series since Baylor. They've won three series in a row, including even though they didn't sweep Kansas, they did win two out of three, and Kansas beat Texas Tech and beat Oklahoma State in a series. So this team is legit. We are on our way to hosting possibly a regional in the College World Series. And when's the last time this team's been in the College World Series? It's been a long time. Randy Maisie doing big things with the whole squad. So, what we want you guys to do is show love to the Mountaineers. Not just football, not just basketball, but baseball and golf as well. And if you pay close attention to the live show, we're going to have David Carpenter on to talk WVU baseball. Where it is right now, where it was when he was there, and how much better we can be. Check y'all out later. Rat me, boys! What's up? We've got David Carpenter in the building with the Raspy Voice Kids Live. How are you, sir? Not too bad. You guys doing all right? We're doing great, man. We're Tuesday, doing really good. Tuesdays are our favorite. We worked on the remix to the West Virginia Anthem. We recorded our show, and now we've got... Twitter. What'd you say? I saw that on Twitter, so that was a big announcement. Yeah, and so we worked on, we've been working on that. Uh, we got you to commit to coming on with us, which is a big deal, because you are a big deal. He's a uh, professional baseball player. We don't get those all the time. And uh, he was able to make some time for us. I know you're busy, especially this time of year, so we appreciate that. Hey, it worked now, out perfect. We actually got an off day today, so it's uh, you know perfect for me. Well, I want to tell the people who you are. If you're not familiar with David Carpenter, David Carpenter is a West Virginia born and bred guy from Morgantown or born in Morgantown, West Virginia. He went to East Fairmont High School. So the rival of that Fairmont Senior Polar Bears, um, and he has been many different places in Major League Baseball. He currently, as I said, is in the Texas Rangers organization, and he's joining us. And the reason you're joining us is because we have some questions. There are people no, saying now that <laughs> there are people saying we're a baseball school now. What do you think of that? I mean, that's. I mean, that's great to hear. Um, yeah, I think we've definitely made some strides over the past, you know, few years. Um, we're getting some guys in there that they're bringing some attention to the uh, to the program, whereas before, you know, it was kind of one of those things where is uh, primarily, you know, football uh, school. You know, you had hugs come in, 
uh, Beeline, all those guys kind of come in and start, you know, bringing the basketball flavor to everything. Um, of course, Rifle's always been big up there, but uh, baseball's really starting to be promoted a little bit more now. Um, and I don't know if that's more from, you know, going from the Big East to the Big 12 or what exactly has really sparked that. But, um, you know, seeing some of the guys have the success that they're having, you know, it's great to see us as being alumni from there. No, and we love you, man. We hear what you're saying, and we love you. Actually, man, I talk to you after basketball games, after football games. You hit me up, and you give right. me your intel. This is JMP, man. Um, I absolutely love it. I love it. So you're a true Mountaineer through and through. Um, being in the major league ranks, what have you met? Have you met any opposition to these Mountaineer fans, to, to you being a Mountaineer in, um, the, in the MLB? I mean, you hear some things here and there, but it's mainly against guys that you came up playing with. Um, you know, play against, you know, Justin Marshall when he was at Notre Dame, play against Todd Frazier when he was at Rutgers. You know, just some guys that I came up through the ranks playing against. Um, you know, a couple guys from Pitt that we won't name, you know, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but we, you know, just kind of had some fun, just joking back and forth. Um, but the biggest thing is there's not that many of us, uh, you know, that have really gotten into pro ball up until the last, you know, 10 or so years. You know, myself, Jed, uh, Vince Belnomi, uh, Harrison Musgrave, you know, some of those guys that made it up to the, to the big leagues and really to see those guys succeed has been, you know, a lot of fun, you know, not only for myself, but I guarantee for that, for that entire program. Well, and our guy that's at, uh, Baltimore just got his first major league start. I did see that. I did see, I couldn't remember his name, so I didn't want to box it. So, oh uh, yeah, I botched it. I botched it. <laughs> right? But you know, the thing that's cool about what you're saying is you were talking about how there's more focus, more promotion now. I think a lot of that has to do with social media, personally. But I also Very think much. it's what they say, if you build it, they will come. And Randy Mazie has really built it. Between the athletic department, building Monongalia County Ballpark, um, a beautiful facility, and Randy Mazie building a program that is producing I think we're seeing a resurgence uh, or actually a new era of Mountaineer baseball. Absolutely. I mean, I feel Randy's done a, a nice job recruiting some of the guys. He's definitely gone, you know, pretty far outside of the state to bring some of the guys in. You know, you see Alec Manoa from uh, down in Miami. You see a handful of guys uh, from from the Dallas area, from, you know, places in Texas. Um, when Coach Van Zandt was there, for me, he recruited mainly – um, the Western PA, Eastern Ohio, uh, they're in West Virginia. Um, so he stayed made mainly in that mid-Atlantic area. And if you really look back at it, um, you know, during that time there, there was a lot of you know, good athletes that came out of that area that he was able to recruit from. But at the same time, you know, he didn't have the full, you know, 11.7 scholarships to hand out. So I think that is something that has improved, um, the ability to go out and get some of these guys is having the full, uh, access to all those scholarships that Coach Van Dant didn't have at the time. So with with that being said, Randy has definitely taken advantage of the opportunity to try and bring, you know, some better, I will say this, some better pitching prospects in there um, you know, than we were able to get. We had a, you know, a few guys from the state that did really, really well for us when I was there. Um, but we weren't really known necessarily as a pitching school at the time. Um, you know, we had some guys that come in and throw and had – had some ability and did pretty well for themselves, made it, you know, up the ranks in the minor leagues for a little bit. But at that time, um, you know, didn't necessarily have, you know, the pitching coach like a uh, 
somebody to really come in and, and like a Scott Brown from Vanderbilt or somebody like that to really come in and build that, that part of the team. But, um, you know, from what he's done, the commotion that Matt Wells and the whole crew over there does on the, um, with the social media and all that type of stuff has been amazing. You know, I try to follow as much as I can. Um, and just the overall yeah. growth of the university in itself has really, really helped to promote, you know, all sports there. Well, just in case everybody who's listening on Facebook and on our YouTube live channel, in case you're wondering, we're listening to David Carpenter, WVU baseball alum, now currently in the, I keep wanting to say Toronto Blue Jays, but in the Texas Rangers organization. MLB. Professional baseball player doing his thing, giving us his insight, not only on Mountaineer baseball, where it is currently, but where it's come from. Uh, and he's made some excellent points, and we're grateful that you're on with us. We want to do something, though, that we do with all the people who – I know you listen to the show, so we're going to do this with you, and I, I want you to okay. give us your answers in rapid fire. Are you ready? Go ahead. All right. Pedro or the big unit? Pedro. Ooh. In their okay. prime. Okay. okay. No okay. drugs. Barry Bonds or Ken Griffey Jr.? Ooh. Barry. Barry never got hurt. Okay. Oh, was that- but did Barry not get hurt because <laughs> Barry was supplementing? <laughs> keep going, keep going, hey. keep going. All oh, right, Red Sox or Yankees? I was a great hitter before. Oh, I can't answer that. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm all right. We'll both organizations, but at least, he, but at least the Yankees had me in the big leagues. We'll put it that way. So all right, we'll, t- we'll we'll take that. All right, basketball or football? At WVU? Anywhere. Oh man, I'm gonna take basketball. My dad would kill me if I didn't because he played he played ball for Long State, so basketball's in there. I lost a little respect for you. I'll be for real. <laughs> Do you like the gray uniforms? Uh, not sold on them yet. <laughs> I know John John Flowers <laughs> wants to go back to those blacks and everything. I'm I'm sold on those though. You're sold on the black uniforms that technically do not exist, even though anthracite is listed right. on our color palette unofficially, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, so, and oh, there was another one I was going to ask you. Oh, all white unis or all gold unis? All white. All white or true blue? True blue. Are you a let's go guy or a Mountaineers guy? Let's go. I like it. All right. Good answers. Good questions. Now we're going to ask, ask you the questions we ask everybody. Okay. Does ketchup go on a hot dog? No. Best favorite flavored Pop-Tart? Say it again. Best flavor of Pop-Tart? Oh, shoot. The um, s'mores. Uh, okay, okay. I'll take, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Jeremy's gonna take that as a win, even though it shouldn't be. Best fast food French fry <laughs> cannot be regional. You got to be able to get it anywhere in America. Ooh, um, we'll go with five grass. Okay, good call. And uh, do, what else do we have? Toy Story or Lion King? I felt like there's one. No, that's Ooh, the most gotta go Lion King. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, we want to thank David Carpenter. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for not big timing us. We know you're busy. We know that you've got a lot going on. Wish you nothing but the best as you continue. Hope nothing but success as you continue in your professional baseball career. 
And uh, for now, we're going to say let's go Rangers. All right, sounds good, guys. Take care, and anytime you need me, you just holler at me, okay? Will do. All right, brother. Yep. Sports Social Podcast Network.